Hello and welcome to the Cinema Podcast. Uh, this week we are going to be reviewing WandaVision and uh, I'm Sam Parsons. Uh, joining me as always is Lev Fowsley. How are you doing Lev? I am doing great. That's right, guys. We're back. We took a small break last week. Um, we didn't do an episode last week, but we are back with a bang. Uh, we are going to be reviewing One Division, the uh, li- not the latest, the second newest um, series that Marvel's released, uh, starring uh, Wanda and Vision. Uh, <laughs> so literally uh, starring Wanda and Vision. Literally. So. Uh, <laughs> Basically, we're going to start off, as usual, with our news. Um, then we're going to move on to uh, Franchise Frenzy, the awesome segment where we uh, pitch characters against each other to a fight to the death. And then we'll, uh, main, se- main segment of the show, guys, we'll review WandaVision. So, let's get into the news. Well, just before we get into the news, um, have you watched any good movies this week or actually over the past two weeks? Because we didn't do it last week. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I have watched um, a. I, I haven't been watching that many movies, but I have been watching uh, episodes of series, uh, if I'm going to be honest. So, I have watched. Um, actually, it's literally only been anime, to be honest. Um, I have not watched anime before in my life and got introduced to a few good ones. So I'm just going to watch those ones and then probably watch zero anime again in my life. Uh, but um, I'm watching um, Death Note and uh, Haikyuu. Uh, Death Note is very good. I recommend it. And Haikyuu is also very good. Haikyuu is about volleyball. Death Note's about like um, some cool stuff. It's hard to explain, but I recommend both of them. Samuel, what have you been watching? I haven't watched that much this week. Well, the past two weeks, because the reason we didn't have an episode mainly was I had gone back to school in person for the first time in a few months. And that was kind of tiring. Uh, but so because of that, I haven't had much time to watch many movies, but I have watched a little bit of Broad Church. I'm still um, quite slowly. Um, well, not, well, not slowly, just like not left paced getting through that um, series. Uh, no offense, Lev, but you do tend to watch TV series pretty fast. Um, uh, I'm not I'm not going to object to that so (laughs) (laughs) I um uh, I also watched film wise I think the only thing I watched was yesterday and the day before because it's so long the beautiful four-hour masterpiece that is Zack Snyder's Justice League I know you haven't had a chance to watch it yet but we're going to review it next week and I I just think you're going to love it yeah um when you first said you watched yesterday I thought you meant as in the actual movie yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like, and the day before, and I was like, 
What's the day before? So yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode where we review Zack Snyder's Justice League. So um, it's gonna be a cracker of an episode next week. I'm telling you that. Yeah. So let's get straight into the news. Um, Also, I don't think we have a uh, news theme tune yet, but coming soon. Hopefully next episode yes. we're gonna have a news. When I can be bothered to open Cubase ten one more <laughs> once more. Wait, is it Cubase yeah. ten or eleven? I think it's eleven actually. I just I just slagged off Cubase. Sorry, Cubase. Eleven. Yeah, just yeah. if not if you guys didn't know, Samuel creates all of the theme tunes. What a lad! I mean, like even even the OG theme tune from our early episodes was from OG. Chrome Music Lab before exactly. I had Cubase. Oh. <laughs> that, that was those are the days done here's a funny here's a funny thing i I found out about podcasts which is that um the average number of episodes that a podcast does before it crashes and burns and they just can't be bothered to make another episode is seven how many have we done wow. 17 episode 17 so actually yeah. We're not doing too bad. We're uh, we're nearly at episode twenty, so and that's going to be exactly. pretty awesome. That's going to be a milestone. Um, stay tuned for a live stream on YouTube for that. Okay, you've really just uh, put no, my no. tech skills up there. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, no, 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 don't worry. I'll, I'll whip out. I'll whip out the old OBS and I'll exactly. try and get make that possible. Yeah. But um, I've had I've had some ideas about our channel and I've discussed them a little bit with Lev. So uh, stay yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Enough with the intro. Let's get straight into the news. First bit of news. Uh, Snyder cut is out, as we already said. And, oh uh, yeah. Exactly. And uh, as Samuel said, um, it's awesome. So uh, um, I I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So. Uh, uh, in one go. Are you going to do it in one go? Um, depends on what time I start it, to be honest. Um, because I said I would. I was planning on doing it. I was planning on doing it all on Friday. And then from like four, from like when I got home from school, like five o'clock to like that would have been nine. But then I stopped halfway through because it's, it's <laughs> yeah exactly. And then I was like, oh, I may as well. And then I and then I thought, oh, I'll just um watch the rest tomorrow. And then I watched yeah. the rest. I don't don't you just love watching movies kind of late in the evening? Like, well, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's but good no, point. remember 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 the first time I watched Dark Knight in yep. my room projector. Yeah. Oh you were yeah. There, we finished that at midnight. Then we watched Mr. Stupid. That was a good. Uh, <laughs> that is a good. That was, movie. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. What a film! But um, yeah, I, I the, so then so I, I I watched the last two hours. Uh, the, well, the last three parts and the epilogue, which is surprisingly long. The epilogue's like half an hour long and is absolutely amazing. But uh, like the epilogue's just as good as the rest of the. It's it's such a good film. But, Wait, um, so how's the Snyder cut um, split? So it's not just okay, one movie. So, Okay. Yeah, uh, no, it is one, no, it is. All right. So it is one movie. Um, it, so when you get it on HBO Max or uh, Now TV or whatever, because um, it's, it's Now TV in the UK. But um, uh, the um, I think so. There's I think the, there's a prologue which is about five minutes, and then there's part one which I think what's the what are the parts called? I can't exactly remember what the parts are called. I'll, I'll get them up. Uh, which is about half an hour. Part two is about half an hour. Part three is about half an hour, and then part four is about half an hour, and then part five is a bit longer, and then part six is the last hour or so. No, wait, hang on. Wait, I need to get the um, <laughs> the, I need to get it up. Wait, Looks um, like, Snyder. yeah, okay, so it's a four hour long movie, right? 
Yeah, four yeah. hours. So, uh, yeah, and just while he's doing that, it's been accepted warmly by fans so far. And, not uh, particularly by critics, interestingly. Yeah, not by critics, but by because fans. I think, has... I mean, it is, it is so like bombastic and massive and very long that if you're not a big DC fan, I don't think it's going to particularly appeal to you. But, oh, man, it is just awesome. Awesome. Okay, so here we go. Um, there's the prologue, which is uh, nine minutes long. Um, then uh, there's the uh, part one, which is uh, called Don't Count On It, Batman, called um, uh, th- which is 30 minutes. Then you've got part two uh, called The Age of Heroes. That one's really good. It kind of goes back and, uh, and shows what happened before. Um, uh, and that is half an hour long. And then, um, hang on. Uh, part three is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son, um, which is uh, 40 minutes, a bit longer there. And then uh, part four is called um, Change Machine. Wow, weird voice crack. <laughs> um, and uh, that is, I believe, 30 minutes. I don't believe I'm looking at it on the website. And then um, uh, you've got uh, the part five, which is called All the King's Horses. And then, uh, which is half an hour. And then part six called Something Darker, which is uh, 45 minutes. And then the epilogue of Father Twice Over, which is 20 minutes. And, oh, I just... Like this one, so um, the yeah the epilogue the epilogue was like because the epilogue just left me going like, whoa, whoa that was just because it's a rev- it's a relatively straightforward ending of the actual film, and uh the um and then 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 the epilogues is just like, whoa like that's just int- like yeah you you'll see level you'll see you'll see but that so there there's a very good article by Inverse, which are a very which is a good website. Check out Inverse if you want to. Um, uh, and they've done an article of how to watch the Snyder Cut like a TV show, where they split it into what day you watch what on, and uh, it looks pretty good actually. Although to be honest, like it's so good that you just want to watch it. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So so I recommend. So I, what I did, I, I did uh, the prologue, the first three parts on in one sitting, which is about two hours, and then the epilogue and the last three parts on the other sitting well obviously the last three parts on the epilogue on, on the second sitting which is about two hours and uh yeah so uh that's that's what i recommend doing because it means you get it spread out a bit but also you get a big chunk at a time awesome 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 so yeah falcon winter uh, falcon, snyder cut is um welcomed warmly by fans but not critics and uh, that is coming a review for that coming next week what's the next bit of news okay next bit of news is um one that I actually can't talk that much on yet, but um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one aired, well, didn't air, because that's the end of airing. Now they've got streaming services, streamed on Disney+. Plus. Um, and uh, the reception is actually is really good, actually. I saw, before it came out, I saw a three-star review for the first episode. I was like, oh, no, please, no, don't be bad. Um, and uh, then we, but then uh, my brother who's seen it, I haven't seen it yet because I saw, I was watching the Snyder Cut all weekend. Um, it's so long, but uh, my brother who's seen it said it's very good. Uh, my fr- uh, and friends who've seen it said it's really cool as well. And this is such a safe bet; it's gonna be awesome. Yep, I'll probably watch that once it's completely finished. Um, and I think yeah, it does sound pretty cool. And um, we'll just have to wait until Samuel sees it, so then we can uh, uh, get a bit of uh, actual perspective on it. 
So, next bit of news. Godzilla vs. Kong comes out on the 24th of March, um, two days from the time that we're recording this. If you're in America, it will come out on HBO Max. And if, it, if you're in the UK, it will come out on Sky Cinema or on TV. Um, if you're not there, then um, you're going to have to boot up the old VPN. Um, so, yeah, um, not much of a... <laughs> so um, if, uh, not much of a discussion bit of news there, just a bit of an announcement. What is the... Looking forward to it. Yeah. What is the... Only a few days now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next bit of news. Next what bit of news that? is uh, more bits for Zack Snyder. Uh, he, said, he said quite a few things about, like, uh, what he would have done and stuff. Uh, the first part is that um, he says he regrets not setting up a cyborg film before... Um, Justice League uh, for Ray Fisher um, because obviously Ray Fisher uh, has like left Warner Bros. He doesn't like it anyway. He, it, well, he still doesn't like it. He just fell out, understandably, because they sound like they weren't very nice to him. Um, uh, and yeah, I can see that because I think a solo movie for Cyborg could have been so cool. He's he's easily the most improved uh, Justice League member in in. I mean, they're all improved, but he is just like I don't really like him in the theatrical cut but in the Snyder cut he's like one of the best he's well he probably is the best he's so fleshed out and so emotional he's a great character but yeah he would that would have been a cool film uh next bit of news um is that Justice League 2 uh it it won't be made well his one won't be made I really hope they don't make another one but they probably will for money um but uh I think um the so he said uh Zack Snyder said that Justice League 2 his Justice League 2 would have featured um Harley Quinn's death which would have been interesting to see her death. Um, uh, yeah, don't know much to say there. Um, yeah, sounds like. Uh, uh, and and no, wait, yeah. and one more one more bit about um, alternate Justice League stuff. Justice League three would have been, would have made Superman's son the new Batman. Uh, That's yeah, stupid. How does me Superman have a threat? It's just all messed up. Let's be honest. Uh, um, but like, it does <laughs> yeah, it does stupid. show that. Zack Snyder actually did have a proper um, vision for the DCEU. Yeah, but the, my thing about it is I just don't think they should have been making other films without him because, like, even like, even something like Wonder Woman, like, well, sorry, not Wonder Vision, Wonder Woman, which I really like, it's a great film, but something like Wonder Woman where um you get such a... It's just a great film, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit in that trilogy that he's made, The Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Snyder Cut. It doesn't. It doesn't fit, but then it does kind of work canonically. But so does the rest of DCU, and basically DCU is a mess. But yeah, that that is. It's cool to see that he did have a plan. So what's the next bit of news? Yeah, then? next bit of news. Cruella has received a surprising PG thirteen rating, which is like surprising because it's like a kids um, film. Like it should be like because. 101 Dalmatians is a kid's film. Cruella's the villain of 101 Dalmatians. You would think it's going to be a PG or a G or a U or whatever you call it. And uh, yeah, surprisingly got a PG-13, which I'm actually happy about because... Um, Same. Yeah. I think it's going to be... Like, I, I wasn't really... Like, I wasn't planning on watching this one at all. Yeah. But now, but now we've got this information. We've got the trailer that looks awesome. And it's Emma Stone, who's a great actress. Yeah. I genuinely think this could be like a really good film. People have compared it to Joker in like style. 
Yeah. But, uh, that, well, not in style, in story, in story. Okay, in story. Okay, so that shows that they're going on the, the bit of a dark road, which is good because um, Cruella is also, quite we a like creepy dark. character, let's be honest. We like dark movies here at the Cinema Podcast. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, so uh, the next bit of news is a new trailer for um, the film In the Heights, which is made by the guy who made uh, Hamilton, which is very good um, musical. Uh, he's, uh, the trailer for that film has been released. Well, another trailer, because there's always been one. I haven't actually seen it yet, uh, the trailer, because I'm a noob, but um, I'm sure I'll watch it at some point. But yeah, I know Lev isn't... I don't, you haven't seen Hamilton, have you? But I have. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so, I, I'm not, not, not much of a fan for musicals other than neither am i usually other than but there are two two musicals i can watch um first one is um the parts that don't do anything the veggie tales one um what a movie yeah literally veggie tales (laughs) oh veggie tales no actually there are three there are three movies three uh uh musicals i can watch uh the new annie uh, Pirates Who Don't Do Anything uh, and, and um, Prince of Egypt. Those are the, oh, yeah, gotta love Prince of Egypt. Yeah, those are the only well, three musicals. New, I can the watch. new, the new Annie, yeah, it's just I don't know. I've I, when I was small, it's definitely I better it. than the old one. It's yeah, yeah. When I was small, I watched it so much that I didn't mind it. So I just realized, yeah. oh my word, I just realized, you know, the you know, the actor, you know, the actor who plays. Ant-Man's ex-wife's new husband. Yes. He's the guy in um, Annie, in the new Annie. Oh, yeah. Yo. I never realised that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. it is him. It is definitely him. I'm going to be yeah. like... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, I loved that film when I was younger, but I don't know if I'd really I, gravitate I, 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 towards I w- it now. I wouldn't but... watch it again, like, willingly, but I could watch through the whole thing. So, uh, yeah. I like the songs. The songs are good. Yeah. Some of them, anyway. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yes, so what's the next news? Um, Loki series is premiering June 11. Uh, fun fact, that's seven days before my birthday. Um, yeah, just fun fact there. Uh, let's go, let's go. So, um, that will be awesome. We have no idea what's going to happen in it. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, not really much to say other than, again, it's another release date bit of news. And what is our last bit of news, Samuel? Um, well, but just before you got off that, Loki has also got a new poster, which just shows big old Tom Hiddleston. Well, he's actually quite skinny, isn't he? Tom Hiddleston on the poster looking like Loki. It's just it's just a great poster. Anyway, um, yes, the last bit of action is K- uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir has been cast as the villain uh, in, uh, uh, sorry, in Secret Invasion, the uh, upcoming Marvel show with uh, Nick Fury. Uh, so that's cool. I don't know what character he is. Yeah. See, I'm in a dilemma. I don't know whether to read the comic first because that'll give me spoilers. But apparently, the comic's really good, and I am into comics. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah we'll have to see. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, that is basically it for news. Had quite a bit because we're catching up. And uh, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Good, it's good, it's good. Oh, wait, no, you're not even talking to me, so lol. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get straight into. Uh, Franchise Frenzy, you know what time it is. Franchise Frenzy. 
Yes, franchise frenzy, everyone's favourite segment. Well, I mean, we don't know. Might be everyone's favourite segment. <laughs> yeah. It's our favourite. It's our favourite segment. Yeah. Um. So this week, uh, it's been submitted by a fan. Well, call him a fan, a listener, yeah, Seth a listener. Rice. Um. <laughs> yeah, we don't know whether he likes it or not, but Seth Rice. Um. Uh, and he um uh he uh recommended well t- he requested that we um pitted uh the four Harry Potter houses together, and now we've had some discussion about how we might do this, and we're very sorry to Seth who uh did who did the form. We changed it since we did the form, but I, I would imagine your choice is probably still the same. Yeah. So we'll uh, get onto that later. But yes, so the uh we we've decided the easiest way of doing this. Is by putting uh, is by pitting the um, four house uh, founders, the, the four Hogwarts founders together. Yeah. So you've got um, our... Godric Gryffindor. Yeah, Godric Gryffindor. So, yeah, Salazar Slytherin, not Slytherinor. <laughs> um, uh, Rowena Ravenclaw. Why, like, why Jake? Why did J.K. Rowling put all these really hard to read names? <laughs> uh, and Hel- Helga Hufflepuff. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah. In the in the uh, poll that we put on Discord, join the Discord server down below in the in the uh, description. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Chat some movies throughout the yeah. week. But yeah, um, uh, we said that we were going to take five wizards uh, or witches from each house and put them against each other. But like, it was a that would have been an entire episode. So yeah, that would have been long. So uh so sorry Seth. Although we'll take it we will say what you said in that um later uh at the end of uh Francis yeah. Frenzy. But yes before we do that let's say our picks on who we think would win out of uh Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Uh can you read their all their I, physiques so, because yeah basically physique is important yeah. with wizards and wands. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, we've created a few profiles um, for each um, uh, founder. Uh, we've given the physique and their special powers because we're not putting age in because, like, they're all dead. So, uh, and also, yeah. if you're listening, yeah, basically, uh, in a fight to a death, in a fight, it'll be a very boring fight to the death here because they're already dead. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So if you're new and you're still listening, and uh, uh, basically franchise frenzy, we take fictional characters, uh, pit them in what we like to call the character coliseum, where they fight to the death. That's just basically what we're doing. Um, so yeah, uh, Godric Gryffindor's physique. He is tall. He's a muscular man with a lion-like mane of wavy red hair and a beard to match. So he sounds like a solid lad who goes to the pub every he Friday night. He does sound night. like a bit of a... Yeah. No, 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 I'm picturing him go to the gym. Oh, yes, yes, maybe, maybe. Like with his, with his, with his, with his Adidas. Yeah, true, like true. He's running got, on the He's treadmill. got muscles, he goes, he's got muscles, so... He's, he's got, he's got the muscles. He sounds, like yeah, me. he sounds like a, like a, <laughs> like a he, sound, he doesn't sound like a bloke, he sounds like a lad, you know? So uh, exactly, bl- blokes basically go to like a blokes bit of a go lad. to the gym. Lads, no, blokes go to the pub. Lads go to the gym. Exactly, so. exactly. I know, but 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 pros go to the pub and the gym. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's just uh, ignore what we said there. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, that's just that's just like that's just life. Um, uh, that's just life advice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Life lessons with Samuel Parsons. <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, Salazar Slytherin, Slytherin's uh, physique. He um, is an ancient and monkeyish man with a long, thin beard that fell almost to the bottom of his sweeping robes. 
his beard was white in color. That's some Shakespeare in English right there. But that just shows that monk. Okay, when they say monkeyish, I'm uh, guessing it means like a monk from like a monastery, not a literal monkey. So, <laughs> um, no, 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 like, like, no, like a monkey, like a ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Wait, actually, it's like saying that he's like short and hairy, yeah. Uh, but, um, I was thinking, yeah, but like basically, basically, this guy, this guy seems like he should be in an old people's home. Although, I know, you know what, calling him monkey ish, I'm picturing Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love. Oh, I love that curious George. Yeah. So yeah, um, he's he got a big beard. George. Sounds like an old dude, but um, who knows if that's gonna uh, factor in against um, Gryffindor's uh, muscles. So yeah, Rowena Wa- Ravenclaw <laughs> physique. She's beautiful yet astute looking. Uh, I don't know how you could pronounce that. Um, uh, I don't even know what it means. Do you know what it means? No idea. Um, and slight. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> uh, so she is beautiful yet astral looking, and slight. And she's slightly intimidating. She was tall. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I mean, it's. it's I think uh, you pronounce it. I think Oster. Okay. Like Oster. Oh yeah, that's it. Oster. No, Austere. 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 And that and it means that um, you're kind of uh, like severe and strict. Okay. It's a bit like sophisticated. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. kind of. Okay, let me just read it out from the beginning. Like beautiful, yeah. beautiful yet austere looking, and she's slightly intimidating. Uh, she was tall, had pale skin, dark eyes, and long black hair. So from this, I'm getting that she's she's a looker. So um, <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing um, uh, uh, that's not going to factor in on anything in the fight, let's be honest. Um, and then yeah. uh, Helga Hufflepuff. Um, she's a round and plump woman. She usually wears a dress. She had red hair and shining blue eyes. In my opinion, that is not a good physique to have in a fight. If you're plump, yeah, not fat, really. Um, if you really yeah. want to dress a lot, you trip over the dress when you're trying to beat people up. So uh, poor life choices there. Um, yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we're, yeah, we're gonna be. Um, quite poor, poor, poor Helga. Yeah. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see who's who's out first. Yeah. But before we do that, uh, I'm gonna read their special powers pretty quickly. We've got uh, Gryffindor. His uh, Gryffindor. His special powers are: he's a skilled sword fighter. What a lad! Basically, this guy's a lad. Great at charm spells. He can do all the charms. Yeah. Um, I can't what's remember what they are. I haven't. I haven't yeah. Basically, every single one of the founders has charms because they like created Hogwarts using charms and I stuff. Mean, so um, yeah, I guess so. That's basically it's like anyway. Charms oh yeah, I know. A... I remember what charms are. Yeah. No, yeah, I remember what they are. Yeah, charms yeah, yeah. is a um, generic then... um, power between all of the founders. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've also got Salzar Slytherin. Remember, he's the dark. He's not. He's the the old guy. Uh, he's parcel tongue, which means he can speak to snakes. Uh, legitimacy. I still don't know what that word means. It's in this. It's in Francis Fancy pretty much every week now. But I still don't know what it means. <laughs> it means he can protect his mind <laughs> from other people knowing what's inside his brain. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, dark arts. So he can do. He can do some dodgy stuff with spells. Uh, so like you know all the um all the Avada Kedavra, yeah, excrucio <laughs> stuff like that. Then he also uh can uh, breed basilisks. I don't know if that's really a power, but it's certainly a pretty scary thing to do on a Friday night. Like, <laughs> what are you doing on a Friday night? 
Going to McDonald's. Going to the pub. Going to the gym. Exactly. Going to the pub and the gym. Exactly. Breeding basilisks. Breeding basilisks. <laughs> mate. I like breed basilisks. Classic. It's just your typical Friday exactly. night. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'm breeding basilisks in front of Ant and Deck. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, so um, that's him, I think. Oh, no, and he can also do charms, yeah. but they can all do charms. Exactly. Uh, then we've also got Rowena Wavenclaw. Um, her special powers are charms, obviously. Magical architecture, uh, architecture. So does she build Hogwarts? Uh, she's like, uh, she can like build stuff like really easily using magic. Nice. So. And divination, and that is seeing in the future, yep, right? Yep, 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 Okay, yep, yep. Very nice, very nice. Okay, now we've got um, Helga Hufflepuff, lastly, uh, and her uh, her um, powers. Uh, we, it's, it's basically the situation is not looking too good for Helga. But her um, powers are charms and magical device making. She can make some magic stuff. <laughs> Is she like a wand maker? I'm not I sure. I have no idea, but, but let's be honest. Looks like um, we're just going to rule her out from now. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, this is the Hunger Games type thing. Last man slash woman standing. Exactly. Um, let's have a look. Who would go out last? We all know the answer. Poor Helga Hufflepuff. Yeah, she's gone. She's gone. The plump woman is out of the game. Um, who would? Who do you think would kill her? No, who do you think would kill her? Like, who would make the attack first? Um, I feel like it might be um, Salazar Slytherin, because like. No, I reckon Godric Gryffindor. Yeah, you think he's gonna stab the plump woman with his sword or something? That's a bit. Actually, no. Good point. Yeah. No, good point. That is that is a bit morbid. No, yeah, maybe <laughs> probably Slytherin. I think Slytherin would um he's the most go out guns blazing. Yeah. Well, not guns blazing. Wands are blazing. Yeah. Because... Uh, then. I would argue, this might be unpopular, I would argue that Godric Gryffindor would be next to the chop. Ooh. That is quite... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do understand... Magical ability-wise, because because Rowena, like, Ravenclaw can can read the future, which is really good. And she can she build can also, stuff. I mean, I, by the way, I, I hate Fortnite, but it, she's getting some Fortnite building right here. She's building some forts. Exactly. It's like Fortnite. Like she's a bit of a pro. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, so she can like every time Godric... Know, by the way, yeah. this is a disclaimer. I absolutely can't stand Fortnite. It's like my least favorite game ever. But, um, yeah, um, I, I had to say that. Yeah, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so yeah, go. every time he comes uh, at her with the sword, she just builds a fort. So um, I think that... Exactly. So then, yeah, I guess it would be down to Salazar and Rowena. Uh, so Slytherin and Ravenclaw. And... Um, I think Slytherin would win. He's got the forbidden spells. I think so. He's yeah. got forbidden spells on his side. Yeah. He can just divide a cadaver. And the thing boom, is, boom. is that even though Rowena can read the future, and she knows that he's going to use the Vada Kadavra, she can't. The, the whole point is that you cannot make any defensive spell against the Vada Kadavra. So, um, yeah, I think. Although here's here's an interesting other route that could happen. I still think I think I think Slytherin's on top the whole time. Which is the spell that gu- that grants you control over people? Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Imperio. Yeah. Yes, Imperio. So he would. Uh, well, now I do Latin, I get where all the Latin roots come from. Anyway, um, uh, so so she could so she could just um, oh, so uh, Slytherin could Imperio, probably Gryffindor maybe, and then um, that means that Gryffindor would be his puppet. So you get Gryffindor to do all the dirty work and kill Ravenclaw as like a, a kill Ravenclaw and um, Hufflepuff as like a quick as like, like a, to do his dirty work so that he's not in danger. 
and then he could just uh, easily finish off Gryffindor without a fight because of the thing. So basically, I don't see many situations where anyone else wins. I think unpopular opinion. I think um, Helga Hufflepuff could win. She uh, trips over her dress. Oh. Everyone thinks she's dead. <laughs> and then at the last second, when we have Salazar <laughs> Slytherin thinking he's won, she gets up and uh, she makes some magic device that kills him. Oh, yeah. Thrilling stuff right here. This is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. Best, best thing. Um, so, poll results. Yeah. Helga Hufflepuff for the win. Exactly. So, poll results. Uh, we had the poll as uh, you can choose five witches and wizards from each thing. Uh, we only got one response, which is from um, uh, Seth Rice, the guy who actually um, uh, suggested we do this. So thank you very much, Seth, for that. Uh, it was a good idea. Um, so uh, the result was... Uh, uh, he was the only result. So And it was for uh, Ravenclaw, actually. I thought it was Gryffindor. No, it's Ravenclaw. Oh, um, well, you did that get pretty actually, close. In, yeah. Exactly. Like in, it, for our thing... Yeah. It actually works. Oh, wait, I just had a typo on the form, I realised. Anyway, um, excellent. That is it for Franchise Frenzy. Uh, welcome back. Uh, not welcome back. Make sure you stay tuned for next week. What are we going to do next week on Franchise Frenzy, Lev? Next week, uh, we'll get round to it. Like, I feel like, should we, just, should we just do a complete DC fanboy and do a DC one? Yeah, why not? We'll, okay, like stay tuned for some DC stuff next week in Franchise Friends. Yeah, we're going to do some DC spectacular stuff here. Because, like, we've got so, Justice let's League do it. and uh, uh, DC. Yeah, exactly. So, that is it. So, goodbye for Franchise Frenzy. Time. But, of course, we're going to um, be straight back after the after the theme song to uh, review one. So, yeah, here it goes. Three, two, one. Two. <laughs> One division, the uh, the first of the uh, major, like the bit, the majorly involved uh, MCU TV shows, uh, starring like the big, the big boys and girls of the cast. Um, uh, and the first one was One Division, uh, which stars Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff and uh, Paul Bettany as Vision. We've got Catherine Han as Agatha. Oh man, I just spoiled it. Okay, um, let's just quickly say from here on out. There will be one division spoilers. There, will, if you haven't watched one division yet, make sure you um uh watch it. It's re- I, I recommend it. It's very good. Um, so uh, yeah, go, I, I say go and watch it, and then listen to it. Obviously, because you still want to listen to the rest of this podcast. So, um, yes, uh, Catherine Hahn as um uh, Agnes slash Agatha Harkness. Very nice. We've got uh, I don't know the bloke who plays Hayworth. Um. We've got uh, who else? Oh yes, there were the kids. Oh yeah, Evan Peters as yeah. um, uh, Pietro Maximoff. Yeah. Bit Pietro. of a curveball. Or uh, if you want to say uh, if you want to say a different name. Um. <laughs> huh. <Yeah>. Wow! <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I did that. I yeah, I actually we'll get on to that later. Oh yeah. yeah, sorry, I forgot. I forgot three big players. We've got um, Teona Paris. As uh, Monica Rambeau, who was a really good character in this, I thought. We got Kat Dennings as Darcy Lewis, probably the most improved character. And Randall Park as the brilliant Jimmy Woo. Um, I loved him in this. Uh, so, yes, uh, that's the cast, pretty much. Um, there are also some a uh, lot of other people playing the villagers, which are really good. Um, uh, they were basically some like people like um, David Payton. Uh, the guy, oh, the guy, sorry, the guy who was playing um, uh, the... Um, Haywood, Hay- sorry, not Hay- yeah, Haywood was um, Josh Stanberg, 
We got Phil, uh, David Lengel, Lengel, a uh, bunch of people. Oh, and uh, I gotta give one more shout out to the um, the people who played uh, the children, which are Julian Hilliard and uh, Jet Klein. I thought they were excellent. Like uh, usually, usually child a lot of the time child acting sucks. Uh, this didn't, and it was actually pretty good. Uh, well, not pretty good. It was very good. So, um, yes, uh, hats off to those. But, yes, let's get into it. What's the story of the season, Lev? So, uh, back to one of my uh, uh, story rants. Let's get into this. <laughs> let's go. So, WandaVision, plot of WandaVision. Basically, three weeks exactly. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly, but around three weeks after the events of Avengers Endgame, Wanda Maximoff and Vision, who died in Infinity War, is seen living in an idyllic suburban life in the in the village or town uh, that's known as Westview it's uh, and they're basically living there uh, in this ideal village together having the most wonderful marriage ever and um, as the episodes go on they start seeing that things aren't as they seem something's wrong and then that gets uh, explained um, and just a quick um, thing basically every episode in the beginning of the series is a is set and shot in the style of some kind of uh, how was it called uh, a uh, sitcom sitcom yes uh, so the first episode is a black and white sitcom like in uh, uh, what's his name uh dick van dyke like the dick van dyke show it's it's um like shot in that way and the whole first episode i'll tell you what the first episode is so basically in the first episode wonder and vision move into westview uh it's the first episode's all in black and white it's like 1950s style and they start like blending in getting into the community even though uh vision's an android and stuff and uh so Vision, Vision uh, um, invites his boss from work over. And uh, during the uh, evening, lots of comedy moments happen. And then uh, the boss, uh, Mr. Hart, um, starts uh, questioning Wanda out of nowhere, asking her why she's come here, why is she in the town, all of that stuff. And then suddenly he starts choking for no reason. Uh, and then Vision uses his powers to save him. And uh, all of this takes place in a sitcom. At the end of the uh, thing, we see a person that we don't know who it is watching what happened inside that episode of WandaVision on a TV screen. So then we get into second, uh, uh, the second uh, episode. It's now like the 1960s, still black and white. Uh, Wanda, and Vi- Wanda and Vision uh, hear like weird noises from outside their house and um, and they prepare for a magic act in the uh, neighborhood talent show. So then uh, um, stuff happens and Vision swallows chewing gum and makes some comedy moments about since he's a robot, stuff starts getting clogged inside his body and uh, it goes a bit weird. Uh, and then we got our first bit of color uh, Wanda finds like a red and yellow helicopter in the garden and we start hearing uh, uh, a voice on a radio asking her why she, what's happened, why is she, wh- who's forcing her to be stuck inside this place 
and um, the uh, magic show happens. Um, not much in the main of the main plot happens in this episode, other than uh, they see a strange beekeeper, like literally a beekeeper, emerging from a manhole on the street, which is really weird. And then somehow something rewinds in the scene, and they never see uh, uh, they never see the beekeeper. So then. Um, uh, episode three, 1970s. It's now it's called now in color. Um, the only real thing that's really uh, crazy that happens in this episode is uh, uh, Wanda realizes she's pregnant. She has twins in the episode uh, called Billy and Tommy, and uh, uh, we see that um, uh, what's her name. Uh, Geraldine, um, what's her real name again? Um, something Rambo. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah, Monica uh, Rambo. Yeah, who's uh, the? She's the kid from Captain Marvel. Yeah, the kid from Captain Marvel um, is uh, in this show, and uh, she tells Wanda after she gives birth uh, that Ult- Ultron killed Wanda's twin brother or something, and then um, the thing rewinds and she gets kicked out of the what's called the hex and we see her smashed on the floor okay i'm gonna start speeding this up okay basically episode four we get an explanation of what happens basically um uh monica uh goes to the uh i'm just gonna read the actual overview super fast uh monica returns to work um (laughs) and uh um after uh realizing that her mother's dead um they find find this place called uh, okay basically monica works at a place called sword which is basically the new shield and they find this place called the uh, called the hex where uh they not they're not able to enter this place that's called the hex and uh no one knows what's happening inside of it um and then um, we see people, we see like stuff being set up outside the hex and we see um, this dude getting sent into this tunnel that goes underneath the hex. And once he enters the hex, he starts, uh, his, his suit changes into a beekeeper's suit. So then we see how the beekeeper came in. And then episode five, um, it's now like 1980s, 1990s. And Wonder and Vision start um, trying to stop Billy and Tommy from crying. Uh, neighbor Agnes offers to look after the boys. Um, Vision is skeptical about this. And then a dog appears. They have a dog for the episode. Um, and then at work, Vision re- reads an email from Sword that shows the situation in Westview. And uh, he, and then he breaks into a Westview uh, apartment or or house, and he finds out that Wanda is controlling all the citizens of um, Westview. And then at the end of the episode, um, someone knocks on the door of Wanda and Vision's house, and um, uh, she opens it, and um, her brother Pietro, but played by, um, what's his name? Uh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters from the X-Men universe. Um, is standing in front of the door. So uh, then, um, stuff, more stuff happens, <laughs> i.e., 
um, the Halloween episode where they dress up into comic accurate suits um, and uh, they find out that uh, the kids of Wanda and Vision have special powers. Um, then uh, Vision speaks to Agnes. Uh, like he, he's really skeptical of Wanda now that he learns that she's a uh, controlling all the citizens. So then he speaks to Agnes outside of the, uh, on the edges of Westview. And, uh, and she, uh, she, he finds out that he's dead and uh, uh, he tries to escape the hex. And we see that by doing this, his body starts getting broken and stuff. And then, uh, uh, and then uh, Billy, who we find out has, found, has got like uh, psychic powers where he can see what's happening around him, uh, tells Wanda, Wanda gets mad and makes the hex bigger. And lots of sword agents who were set up outside the hex uh, get stuck into the uh, hex. So then um, uh, more stuff happens in the next episode. Vision wakes up uh, to find the sword agents are in the hex. He releases Darcy from Thor. Uh, and um, she explains to Vision what happened to him in Infinity War. Um, <clears throat> then stuff happens outside of the Hex where Monica and Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, team up and get uh, and uh, uh, Monica goes back into the Hex again. Um, uh, but we see that she's like enveloping like powers because of going into the Hex back and forth. And then... Um, Whew. And then uh, at the end of the episode, we see uh, that um, um, Agnes has kidnapped Wanda's kids uh, and Agnes reveals that she is Agatha Harkness and that she um, is a witch and that she sent Pietro as uh, uh, um, Evan Peters um, playing Pietro, fake Pietro. And uh, we see that... Um, and yeah, she, she killed the dog. Yeah, and she killed the dog. In that amazing song, Agatha <laughs> All Along. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we see that she's a bad guy. So then in the next episode, episode eight, um, before the series finale, um, we see that Agatha's a witch who uh, drained her mother's witch powers and killed her uh, back in the back in 1693. And um, then... Uh, we see that uh, that um, uh, Agatha takes um, Wanda back in time, and we see how Wanda's parents got killed. We see how the Mind Stone um, gave or amplified Wanda's powers, uh, and we saw how uh, Wanda actually created the hex after see after seeing that uh sword was and we saw when when her and vision kind of first yeah first had an together ex right? yeah. had a conversation and uh, we see yeah. that um the reason she made it is because she saw that uh, uh sword was disassembling um vision in their headquarters and then at the end of the thing um Agatha holds her two sons hostage by putting some kind of purple uh, string around their necks or whatever. And then at the end of the episode, she says that she's using chaos magic. Uh, and she says 
that can only mean that she's the Scarlet Witch uh, name drop. And then in the... Uh, finally, she's been actually yeah. called Scarlet Witch. Finally. A bit amazing. Yeah. And then in the uh, credit, uh, post-credits scene or mid-credits scene, um, we see that Haywood, the uh, main sword guy, uh, reactivates vision and he's super white. Like, he's all white. And um, he's, he's like the real vision or whatever. Because the vision that we've been seeing so far is a vision made from uh, Wanda's imagination. So then, serious finale. Um, Agatha tries to use her power draining powers to uh, take Wanda's magic and uh, and uh, vision from uh, Wanda's imagination fights the new white vision. Um, uh, basically, um, the white vision has a fight with him for a bit. Then they talk about the ship of Theseus, um, <laughs> and uh, vision vision just flies away. Um, then um, um, Monica tries to free Pietro, who is actually um, I don't know if we're going to get demonetized for saying his real name. Uh, of the series, um, Ralph. Um, I'm a bit uncomfortable saying this on 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 record. Um, <laughs> so, um, um, if you've watched the series, then you're probably listening. You already know his surname. So uh, it turns out he's not Quicksilver from the uh, uh, X Men universe. Um, there's too much for Agatha Harkness. She's not able to drain it, and. Uh, Agatha, and then Wanda become, it becomes super overpowered. She becomes the Scarlet Witch. She now has a real superhero suit. Um, and then, oh, and it's really cool. It's very yeah, cool. It's, it's very it. cool. It's very cool. And then um, we see um, the, the, what's his name? Haywood tries to shoot Wanda's Haywood. kids. Yeah, he tries to shoot Wanda's kids. Out then, of nowhere, out of nowhere. Out of completely yeah. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And then Monica Rambo, who now has powers, steps in front of the bullets and the bullets like go through her and then slow down. So it shows that she's got powers now. Um, then at the end of the episode, um, Wanda says goodbye to Vision and, and as kids in a very emotional scene, she ends the whole hex thing because she realizes that by controlling all the citizens, she's really uh, hurting them a lot. And then we see that she's gone, lived in her this secluded place, and we see her drinking coffee in her normal body. And then we see her reading this super magic book in her astral form, which is supposedly impossible uh, from what we've seen in Doctor Strange. So it shows that she's like really OP. Um, and then we see that- I mean, she already was OP, yeah. but now she's pretty much the strongest of Exactly. Um, and that, if you haven't seen that episode, we've discussed who's the strongest Avenger um, before WandaVision came out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of our earlier episodes. Go check that out after this is done. Um, if you want to. And then uh, we see that um, Monica is, a, is approached by a scroll um, and um, implies that um, Nick Fury wants to meet up with her, which shows that she's going to be featuring in the uh, other uh, Disney Plus show, uh, Secret Invasion. 
Oof, if you listen to that, Whoa. if you listen to that all the way through, I promise hats off to you. Even I did. Yeah. Even I didn't want to listen to that all the way through. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, we'll, we'll we, we've, we've cut, yeah, we've, we've gone, we've been going on a long time now. So, we'll cut um, to the chase. Uh, try to keep it a little bit uh, quick now. But, yes, my thoughts on this are very, uh, basically, the first six or so episodes are absolutely awesome. And the last three are still really, really great. Like, I still really do enjoy them. I just think because of COVID, like COVID stopped a lot of it, coronavirus, because um, uh, there were going to be 10 episodes. There are only nine because of COVID. Um, and I think my, 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 I think what was so fascinating about it earlier was the fact that from the point of view of people in the hex, Wanda was the bad guy. Wanda was terrorizing them. Hayward was the good guy. And that was just really interesting. The villain was Wanda and her grief. And like, how can she overcome her grief? Um, and uh, yeah, and Hayward, Hayward was just this kind of a bit mean, but guy that wanted, that was basically really doing the right thing, honestly. Obviously, like actually nuking the, whatever he was doing, sending a missile into the hex, still pretty mean thing to do. But it, you, it has it has implicate like it, it actually has a reason and he was a good villain for that point he wasn't really a villain but he was a good character then i think towards the end they lost the weight of wanda's actions uh especially from the finale she just got off completely scot-free for mentally terrorizing a whole town for three weeks like really um yeah uh but and um uh hey and then Hayward just went pantomimishly bad villain random like he just gets into the hex and just tries to shoot kids like what yeah Where does that yeah. come from he i like, think yeah the quality uh, yeah, about, of episodes I mean, dipped yeah. in the last three episodes even though the last three episodes Although were it's really not good. their fault yeah. it's, it's, cor- corona- I mean, it's, it's, it's coronavirus it's yeah. coronavirus so uh but um yeah that, i think i just yeah. yeah it's a shame because this could have been exceptional if it wasn't yeah i think one thing that i was a bit disappointed was that the actual villain was Agatha to Wanda and it wasn't Mephisto yeah. so uh, that was kind of disappointing but well but still it did work yeah, in the I end know. and um, I love uh, to see um, um, Wanda is now learning what it's like to be a real witch to use spells to go into astral form all of that stuff and I think that's really cool and it's going to be a little bit yeah. OP to see Doctor um, Strange uh, to and, see Mephisto one yeah yeah. I reckon we'll get Mephisto yeah, one day in the MCU. Uh, but that's so funny. Did you see someone made a um a the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier logo where it said Mephisto and the Winter Mephisto? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. that was everyone was yeah. going, yeah, yeah, everyone was going mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one so, yes. Um what were your uh, thoughts? I think I was disappointed by how they um uh, didn't introduce the X Men with uh, uh with... well no, I think they did. I still think they yeah. did. I'll, I'll, you'll hear my theory in a second. They yeah. could they could save it. I do I do I do have a theory that um, all of it's fake. His real name isn't Ralph Beep, and then <laughs> I don't know. I just it's not a bad word, but I just don't feel comfortable saying it. And then uh, yeah, neither do I. So you know. <laughs> and then uh, uh, and then uh, uh, yeah, it, but his real name and his Quicksilver thing is fake because. I feel like he does. He does actually have the quicksilver powers. So yeah, um, I was. I was just. It was a bit underwhelming to me because I was. I thought it would become really, 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 really big, uh, but it ended up not being super, super big. Even though it is really, really big, but it's not. It's not what I thought it would be. So. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah, I think I think the themes the themes that were in this show were so good. Number one, the the first theme was that was very very good was uh, the oh, it was as I as we discussed a little bit was uh, the handling of grief and how Wanda did that like not very well. Um, but she's been through so much, and you you just feel so sorry for Wanda, whilst also knowing that she shouldn't be doing this. And that's a very interesting place to be watching a a superhero TV show. Um, and then also another really interesting theme they explored was uh, uh, that I think they're going to be really delving into in uh, the rest of Phase Four and beyond, probably is um, is the uh, the idea of like should superheroes exist uh and the whole uh, and that is very very x-men like the whole argument of mutants v non-mutants um and that looks like that's coming to the mcu which is very exciting uh and another tease for the x-men when uh when they when they got through the um the border of the hex when they were taken through the border of the hex Hex, they rewrote their DNA. They got powers. Well, uh, thing you did anyway. What's the name? What's the face? Monica Rambo. Does that sound anything? Does that sound like anything to you, Lev? I say mutants. So, uh, you know, yep, yep, just yep. to Makes keep sense. keep your Makes eyes peeled. Sense. So yeah, uh, and yeah, I just think, I think it's a bit of a problem that the a show about a battle, about a battle with grief, still had a typical Marvel CGI flying final battle like i just don't think it needed that i think and I, I i love i really like the battle between the two visions where it kind of starts off as a fighty fighty thing then it turns into a like a philosophy battle with the ship of theseus and stuff which is i, I i've rewatched that scene many times it's very 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 cool but yes uh what's your favorite episode of the, of the series left? um it has I'm going to be honest, it might not be other people's favourite episode, but I really enjoyed episode one. <laughs> I, was com- <laughs> I was completely confused by it, but I did like how uh, it was like a TV show inside of a TV show. And uh, and Paul Bettany and, and uh, Liz Olsen, they're was, both so good. It was so really good. funny. They're it was, brilliant. It was actually, like, I, it made me smile a couple of times. It didn't make me laugh, yeah, but it did make me smile. And uh, I, I, the main reason was just when I was watching it, I was had no idea what was happening. And I, I, I liked that I had no idea what was happening for the for the first time. <laughs> yeah, Paul Bettany Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen have such yeah, good chemistry yeah. and the, and they are they were they are hilarious together, especially yeah. in those early So episodes. for me favorite episode was episode one. What is your favorite episode? Mine was I can't remember what number it was. I think it was six. The all new Halloween spooktacular. I just yeah. think that one yeah. was that. I just found that one like just awesome. I also really like one that I thought was exactly. Um. Well, I think one that I found to be very um very good actually that a lot of people haven't really talked about is the kind of the the one that they went back and explored Wanda's past. Like I've I just think that one was really interesting i think they probably should have maybe put it up slightly earlier in the series i mean i know it wouldn't have really worked with agatha and stuff but i don't know it didn't really work as a pre-finale but i think it really worked as an episode but i think no the halloween one for me and i also did enjoy the finale don't get me wrong i just think it was a wasted opportunity really. yeah but yes, yes. Uh, that's it yeah. what's your score out of 10 score what are you going to put for this on the old imdb.com <laughs> i'm gonna give it a eight to be honest um I really liked it, but it's not, it's not 
I probably I, I probably wouldn't rewatch it, like unless I forget what happens in it. So it, it, it I really really liked it, but it's not my favorite thing. I feel like they could have done better. So and, and part of that is up is because of COVID. You can't really hold that against them. But I'm gonna give them an eight for that one. What do you think? Um. I think I'm deciding between an eight and a seven, but probably more towards the eight. So I think I'd give it an eight. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. an eight. I think if we did point fives, I'd, I'd do seven point five. But yeah. we don't do point fives here. If, even though we have in the past, but still, who cares? <laughs> no, we haven't. I feel. I don't I think, think we have. I think I have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Gotta love. Gotta love the brilliant disorganized. Uh, exactly. exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that's yes, it. that is a wrap on episode seventeen. Wow, that was a long. That episode. was very, no very long episode. Just wait, just wait till next episode. <laughs> um, yeah, next so, episode is going to be some DC fanboy. Exactly. Proper. So um, DC fanboy. Yeah. Um, basically, um, uh, just before we say goodbye, check out the Instagram at the underscore cinema podcast. Check out the Discord server. Yes, yes, you yes. will probably enjoy it. You might not, but who knows? Probably you will. <laughs> the link, the link in the the link for the Instagram and the Discord, and also our Twitter, which I probably need to do some more, <laughs> um, is in the uh, description. So uh, enjoy those if they're your thing. So yeah, uh, if they're not your thing, don't worry. You don't have to exactly. Do that. So, um, but yes, see you in the next episode, guys, and uh, watch movies. And watch movies.